It's This Week in Bourbon, your lightly toasted bourbon news. And here's your headlines for June 10th, 2022. Heaven Hill has broken ground on a new $135 million distillery called Heaven Hill Springs Distillery. Wilderness Trail announces the release of their first eight-year bourbon, and Playboy is releasing their first bourbon called Rare Hair. But before we get started, here's a quick word from our sponsors. And they're off for another Gift 270-2020 Unicorn Raffle. Your $20 ticket gives you not one, but two chances to win from our lineup of 20 Woodford Reserve treasures, including the grand prize, the rarest unicorn yet, the Woodford Reserve Kentucky Derby 150 Baccarat Edition. Only 150 bottles were made and is just like the one the Derby winning owner receives. Quit horsing around and get your $20 tickets now at Give270.org. Charitable Gaming License ORG 0002703. Do you ever pour yourself a bourbon, swirl it around, and then start struggling to come up with tasting notes? And perhaps you're also looking for a good Father's Day gift idea. Well, you can now solve both with a kit from Nose Your Bourbon. And unlike other nosing kits on the market, Nose Your Bourbon kits feature real ingredients for the most authentic aromas. You can smell real Tahitian vanilla bean instead of some synthetic aroma that's just made from chemicals. So head on over to NoseYourBourbon.com and enter code BP10 for 10% off your order. Ed Bly and Rising Tide Spirits are back again with a new release of Old Stubborn Bourbon. And this release of Old Stubborn is a premium hand marriage of 10, 11, and 12-year cask drink, barely filtered pot still bourbon. It comes in at a staggering 123.8 proof. And the flavoring grain for this one, which the last one was weeded, but this time it's now rye. Rich, sweet, and bold with a long finish that's sure to be another eye-opener. You can order online at Sealbox or TheBourbonConcierge.com, and you can even purchase in person at Revival Vintage Spirits, and even now with very few select stores in Kentucky. You can get it now while you can, but be sure to do it because it's not going to last long. From their bar to yours, Chad and Sarah of the popular YouTube channel It's Bourbon Night bring you their favorite at-home old-fashioned mix with the new Elemental Elixir's Golden Hour Syrup. It's a custom-made syrup with notes of bold black tea, warm spices, and orange zest. All you need is your favorite whiskey and ice. No bitters needed. One bottle makes 16 drinks, so that's only $1 cocktail before you add your own whiskey. They can also be enjoyed in other cocktails or spirits, mocktails, coffee, tea, and anything you can think of. It's crafted locally in Lexington, Kentucky, and you can get your bottle now at whiskeyambitions.com. Welcome back, everybody. Another This Week in Bourbon post-Pursuit Palooza coming at you. I'm, I'm not 100%. My, my, my voice is not all the way there. I'm still kind of getting back into it because we had a full weekend of, I wasn't yelling at people, but it was talking for about 72 hours straight. So it's yeah. uh, definitely put a little tax on the throat, the, the vulc cords, if you will. Yeah, I think uh, what the buzz boarded at... Uh like to go to Churchill at, I don't know, 11. And I was, <laughs> I was hoarse by like 1145. I was like, I was like, I lost my voice already just talking to people. Um, but no, really set it the was, tone. yeah, it was a, a fantastic weekend. You know, I can't, I'm just, uh, today's, was it Tuesday? Okay. Yeah. We're or, recording on a Tuesday. Yep. Sorry. Don't know if I should share the time, but uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> 
had a great time and just starting to feel a little bit back to normal, about 90% there. So, uh, awesome weekend. Thank you for planning it all. And, uh, I think everyone was very impressed and very happy with how it turned out. Yeah. Well, I thank you for that, but thank everybody else that kind of came in and, and like I, I put in a, a public Patreon post that anybody can go and check it out. There's a link with all the pictures from it as well. You know, just thank everybody for their time, money, and energy that they spent with us to be able to be there and have hopefully what I would consider probably the bourbon event of the year that we can hopefully continue doing and got a lot of good feedback, a lot of good suggestions for 23. So looking forward to, well, I'm going to give myself at least a month or two of of break and relax before I even start thinking of planning 23, but it's on my mind. It's on the mind. At least. I just, I remember the whole weekend I kept saying to, to everyone and myself, it's like, it's like, I don't even think we've done something this cool. And I'm not sure even celebrities have done something this cool. <laughs> like, not to say that we're cool to hang out with. It's just like a jam-packed weekend with awesome bourbon experience. Shout out. Thanks to all the great venues and partners. Um, Watch Hill, Churchill Downs, BBC, Harrison Smith House. They really helped elevate this experience for us. For sure. And, you know, not to forget to mention that if you are in the Louisville area and you want to... Oh, and Gallon beer, Fox, too. That's, and if you, Yeah, I was about to say, and you're a beer drinker, we still have our beers that we tap there. And so there's two different beers on tap that were stouts that are aged in Pursuit United barrels. So if you uh, if you happen to be in the Crescent Hill neighborhood and you're a big fan of barrel-aged beer, I encourage you to please go and check that out. So. And if you're not a fan of barrel-aged beer like myself, there's <laughs> an... <laughs> There's an amazing key lime uh, sour there that was out of this world, and they had uh, some really cool dusty pours. I I had never been to Gallon Fox, embarrassingly, but that's going to be a go-to for me now. It's a really cool venue and great beer. They do that. They do cocktails. They do everything there. Yep. Shout out to Roger and the team over there. Appreciate all the hospitality, (laughs) too. It was funny. When we walked in, there was like, I don't know, maybe four bartenders and all hundred block and you just see like is like deer in headlights they're all just like, <laughs> like straight panic mode <laughs> like like we thought they were coming but we didn't know what to expect <laughs> i had a megaphone with me and one of the bartenders like can you just please yell at everyone <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right let's go ahead and let's start hitting it with some bourbon news here so as we mentioned at the very top there that heaven hill has broken ground on a new 135 million dollar distillery in bardstown with a name paying tribute to the family-owned company's original distillery that burned in the devastating fire in 1996. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir joined Heaven Hill President Max Shapir and master distiller Kano O'Driscoll, who's been on the show before, to commemorate the start of construction and reveal the new distillery's name, which is called Heaven Hill Springs Distillery. The new state-of-the-art uh, distillery is being built in the heart of the bourbon capital of the world at 1015 Old Bloomfield Pike off Kentucky 245 and is expected to be operational by the end of 2024. Initial production is slated for 150,000 barrels a year and over time will have the capacity to ramp up to producing 450,000 barrels annually. This will be in addition to the company's distilling that occurs at the historic Bernheim Distillery in Louisville, Kentucky, which is continuing to operate at the full capacity of 450,000 barrels annually. As a part of Heaven Hill's 2030 environmental sustainability strategy, the new distillery has been designed to create a more environmentally conscious distilled spirits industry and ensure a thriving environment for generations to come. Heaven Hill Springs Distillery has been engineered to minimize water use below industry benchmarks and reuse certain water streams. 
The site will use native plants and natural systems to manage stormwater runoff and improve habitat on the property. The distillery will also include a wastewater pretreatment system to ensure discharge water exceeds environmental standards and greatly reduces the load on the city's treatment plant. Heaven Hill will also plan to utilize energy creation and recovery, lessening the distillery's demand on the electric on the sorry in the city's electrical grid. The new distillery will also add a minimum of 38 jobs to the company's 381 people already working in Bardstown at Heaven Hills Loretto Road bottling, aging, and tourism facilities. So yep. there we go. A lot of good news there. It's amazing. They uh they broke ground before Kentucky Al did, right? You know, <laughs> <laughs> right across the street from there. <laughs> yeah, right down the road. But uh are they all funny, gonna share the same water? They're gonna be siphoning off that water source over there. Yeah, I know. It's uh yeah, it, it it was funny. I was watching the video and it looked like it was the first time Andy Andy Bashir, Max, and Connor had ever used a shovel. They're like, what do we do with this thing? <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> Digging they dirt. That, hold, they like holding that upside down. They're like, is this, is yeah. this way in? What what goes, what is this thing? But no, it's, <laughs> no, it's awesome for the city. Uh, you know, and I think it's great for Heaven Hill because you go to the, you know, the bottling site and you have a great tourist center, but you don't get to see the distilling side. And so I think it's going to be awesome to have, Bartstown is a home as well, and it's great for, you know, the city, for Heaven Hill, and just bourbon tourism in general. So I'm excited. It, the, the plan's, like, gorgeous, and it sounds like, you know, they have sustainability in mind. I think it's going to be great. So I'm excited to see it all come together. You know, as I was writing down this article to be able to talk about it, I was thinking, how awesome would it be? I'm going to try to dig in and see if we can find, like, who's the bean counter? Who's the one that's looking this far off into the future that says, you know what, I think we can double capacity and we'll be fine. I think it'd be really cool to kind of look into the mind of of how how you can look and say, oh, we produce 450,000 barrels a year. You know what? Screw it. Let's double it. Uh, because yeah. they're seeing something that we don't see. And I think it'd be really cool to kind of, you know, gaze into the mind of somebody that that is able to do that. Or if it's maybe it's a firm out there that people can contract out to. And maybe that's something that's interesting to be able to kind of talk about on the show one day yeah i've heard this is you know not confirmed fact but i heard that you know the they had been building i think they had built 10 50 000 barrel barrel warehouses there on bartstown road and as soon as the tariff um was lifted that pretty much that was all claimed for by europe in like in just a matter of you know a few weeks and so i think with the tariffs dropping um and the emerging middle class in India, China, Asia, there's a lot more income in those countries and they're starting to get introduced to bourbon and two domestically, it still can't, the demand just can't be met. So, uh, yeah, I think that's where all these distilleries still see like a, and two, they have to be fair too. They, they've been making a ton of money over the past 10 years. So that's it's true. like, you might but they, as well but spend they also it. weathered, the really bad storms too. No, I mean, totally. You got to totally. keep that in mind. Is that, yeah, I mean, if you if you know the Shapiras, you know the Lats, you know that family, um, you know they, at least for Max and as well, he doesn't showboat. You know, he doesn't sit there and drive a no, Bentley no. to work. I mean, they they went through some bad times, and now that they have some money, they don't sit there and it looks like they're taking that money and investing it back into well, no, the no, business, exactly. which is great. Yeah, yeah, I, not yeah, they're they made a ton of money and they're smart investing into the future of the company and not just pocketing it all. So, um, yeah, I think, I mean, heaven Hills, it's amazing what they've, 
you know, become in the just in the past decade or, you know, 20 years. Um, I, I've, I would almost guess they probably have, you know, taken that company from like a half half billion dollar company to a billion dollar company plus in over and under 10, 15 years. So, which is an amazing feat, you know. Very sure. Very true. Very true. Well, we'll keep talking about that if we if we don't stop. So let's go ahead and move on because it's not only Heaven Hill that's investing, Four Roses is announcing that they're also investing. In fact, $23 million, it's a little bit shy of a, of a new distillery, but $23 million in the creation of new warehouses that will be built in Bullitt County, and that will increase storage and create more job opportunities. Four Roses will build 17 warehouses, totaling more than 776,000 square feet to support the continued growth of the Lawrenceburg-based distillery. The investment comes in response to the increased demand for the company's bourbon throughout the United States, and that project is also scheduled to be completed in 2024. All right. More cash being invested in. I assume that's at the the uh, Cox's, or is that Cox's Creek? I think it's I on the, Cox's Creek. That's yeah, the, yeah. the press release said Cox's Creek on it, so I'm yeah, assuming yeah. that's where it is. And I don't know all the warehouses. I know they're all done by letters, but I would assume after they we start know the tiers, this, they, right. well, they, they they only have one tier. That's that's well, no, they I have know. six tiers, one six level. tiers. Yeah, but this is they're now. I think they're going to have to start getting into double letters, right? I mean, I think they've they've gone over the maximum amount of warehouses they have. So now they're going to go to warehouse A A A B A C and kind of start there. They'll have to start a whole new, like, zero. Well, no, they kind of do that already, because what? They've got an ME warehouse. They've got other things. So maybe I'm wrong. They've, they've got to be, so they're already well into double letters. Now I can't, I'm, I'm now I'm, I, I, okay. I'm just going to go ahead and retract all those statements, because I'm thinking, I was like, wait, they actually have all those. But I've, I remember when you go up, you see, like, the H H Rick house, G, G1, but I don't know how far back they go to get into the double letters either. Do they have any in Lawrenceburg at all? Um, no, it all? it's what they, they, all of them are in Cox's Creek area. They, and, and you know, it's interesting to see this is that they're building these new warehouses yet. You haven't heard, I mean, of course they did a little bit of updates to the distillery late last year, but I don't remember a, a ton of increase into like fermentation, bigger stills, more stills or anything like that. I just came around the top of my head, but, uh, maybe Since they're Diageo built a, a distiller of their own for Bullet, <laughs> they'd opened up capacity for them. <laughs> True. <laughs> I know it's speculation, but not really. Well, it's funny you said Bullet because that kind of leads in right to our next news article. And this talks about back in the June of 2017, Diageo North America filed a federal trademark infringement suit against W.J. Deutsch and Sons on, uh, and they allegedly uh, against the bottle shape of the Redemption bourbon brand and their rye, and they consider it's a knockoff of Diageo's own bullet bourbon and rye. However, in a verdict made public last Thursday by a Manhattan, New York jury, they found the design of W.J. Deutsch & Sons Redemption bourbon does not infringe on Diageo North America's bullet trademark rights. This verdict was mixed as the jury did rule in part for Diageo, affirming that the bullet bottle was entitled to trademark protection and that W.J. Deutsch & Sons Redemption bourbon bottle design diluted its distinctiveness. However, it did not award Diageo any of the $21 million in damages that it sought. Still, Deutsch plans to appeal the jury's findings regarding the redemption bottle diluting the distinctiveness of Bullet, and a spokesperson said in a statement that Diageo intends to promptly to pursue all available legal remedies, including seeking an injunction to halt Deutsch's use of any advertising, promotion, or sale of its current packaging, 
and to require packaging change for the redemption line of products, a Diageo spokesperson said. Diageo argued that Deutsch copied the clear canteen sheep, sorry, the clear canteen shaped glass bottle with rounded shoulders design of the bullet bottle to copy Bullet's vintage style and appearance. Deutsch countered that the bullet design was not entitled to the trademark protection because it was a functional and generic design, and the bottle was not so similar to, as to cause confusion. The jury rejected Deutsch's argument that Diageo does not have a valid trademark right for the design, but agreed with Deutsch that the redemption bottle does not pose a high risk of consumer confusion. Yeah, I'm looking at them both, and that's a reach for bullet. I mean, uh, I mean, I, similar bottle Burbank size, but I mean, but Burb, I mean. Bourbon companies love to go. Go, I know, but you go look at any liquor. There's very subtle nuances between bottle shapes, and I mean, I guess you could say they have the raised glass, but it says redemption, not bull (laughs) on it, (laughs) and and uh, very clear letters. And very, it's it's R E D, not B. But uh, and then there's, I mean, I guess. the the label on redemptions in the middle, whereas bullets, you know, more towards the bottom. I don't know. This is, I think the lawyers were like, "Hey, um, you should do this. We need some money." And <laughs> I mean, it, well, they didn't win, so that's the interesting part. But you know, you gotta love that bourbon companies. They do love to sue each other, but it's not usually over the the bottle. You don't really see that. It's usually over a, a name. You know, if yeah. you can't. Like, don't even try to use the words buffalo in anything or like you're, the you're Ridgemont Reserve. That. You could kind of understand because the reserve and the bottle shape was, I mean, damn near identical. And the way it read when it, you know, it was going against Woodford back in the day. But this is kind of a far reach. But I don't know. Right. Hopefully, I'm not making anyone mad. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't mean, sue me. It's okay. Yeah, please don't sue us. Uh, our our bottles, uh, just an off the shelf version of it. You you don't. We're not. We're not going to be infringing. We have anybody's no. We have no money anyways. So <laughs> you sue us, we're we're going to be broke forever. That's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So moving on a little bit here is that Makers Forty Six. They're announcing a new partnership with a flavor company called Spiceology. It's a custom spice oh. blend inspired. Have you heard of Spiceology before? Or is it you just say like ooh like. I don't know. Reminds me of the Spice Girls or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you say like a little, a little spicy in your life here. But this is a custom spice blend inspired by Makers 46 of handmade flavors to reimagine and amplify classic Americana dishes. And they invite you to enjoy these innovative approaches to spice up some of America's most beloved family recipes. And here are the blends. First is you have number 46, and it's a bourbon-inspired spice blend. Who would have guessed? Inspired by the innovation of layers of caramel, vanilla, and spice Makers 46 is known for, this all-purpose blend is a complex combination for all taste sensations. The next one is called Everything Potato. It's an herbaceous spice blend. It says, move over mayo-drenched traditional tater salad and meet your new favorite Everything Potato blend with garlic, green bell pepper, lemon, and more. Next is called Fried and True, which is an umami chicken spice blend. Whoever said chicken is boring hasn't tasted the garlic, paprika, mustard, chipotle, maple, honey, and more in a blend that honors America's favorite Holy cow. fried chicken. That's a lot of a lot of flavor descriptions for oh, chicken. Oh, I got I got one more for you. Maybe if you're from Detroit, you might like mom's spaghetti. This one's called mom's meatballs. And so this is a sweet and sour spice blend. And it says crockpots can now rejoice because the meatball is back. We're bringing more flavor to the table with lemongrass, rice vinegar, tamari, pineapple, chili flakes, and more. 
All of these are $15 per spice, or you can get the variety spice pack in a small form for $30, and they're available on spiceology.com. Tamari pineapple, huh? Is that a region? or? Well, it's tamari, comma, pineapple. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, you, yeah it's, uh, it's, it's what happens when I just get it rolling off the tongue there. Well, you got a lot of descriptors to get through on those. <laughs> so uh, that's understandable. But uh, yeah, I, I love spices. Um, they spice up your life. I mean, I guess it's better than just your regular uh, lemon uh, so pepper. So tell you what you yeah. want, what I really, really want. <laughs> no, <I'm kidding. laughs> You know, I think you got that. If you were a spice girl, who would you be? Are you, I think, are you posh spice? Are you? I'm not fashionable whatsoever. <laughs> uh, I don't sporty. I guess I don't know. Hmm. I can't remember. Sporty and posh. Who were the other two or four? I don't know. Oh, baby God. spice. There you go. We're missing Maybe one more. Maybe baby because I'm immature. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're gonna have to Google it and look it up because it's gonna haunt me now that I can't come up with the fourth member. Actually, there was five. Was there? I think there were five Spice Girl names. There's yeah, you had Posh, there's, there's Baby, uh, Melby. Oh, Scary Spice, Scary Spice. <laughs> Maybe that's me. I don't know. <laughs> um, I feel like I can relate to each one of them. I don't know. <laughs> in some way. We're, yeah. you're, so you got every... Sporty Spice, Scary Spice, Baby Spice, Ginger Spice, Ginger. There it is, and uh, Posh Spice. Yeah. You're just a little bit of every spice, is what you're trying to say. Yep, I am. Maybe not ginger, because I don't have red hair. But well, That's okay. I think we got ourselves a new t-shirt on the way now. Let, sign me up. <laughs> Give me right. some of that tandoori pineapple, or, or what was it? <laughs> tandoori. Tamari. Tamari. Tamari, sorry. Close enough. All I know is that we're getting you a Spice Girls t-shirt soon. Can't wait. All right. So we talked about the top of this, you know, talking about Pursuit Palooza. We talked about how... You know, even celebrities we know haven't had an opportunity to have cool stuff done like that. However, Mint Julep Experience, sorry, Mint Julep Experiences, they're announcing a new experience called Roll Out the Barrel. And this is a high-end adventure bound to top the bucket list of any diehard bourbon whiskey connoisseur. And so they're partnering with four of the country's most premium brands, and guests will have the opportunity to fly privately to and from either Louisville or Nashville via elite rotorcraft helicopters to a world-famous distillery of their choosing, either Jack Daniels Tennessee Whiskey or Maker's Mark Kentucky Bourbon, for a private barrel selection and a behind-the-scenes experience available to Mint Julep guests exclusively. To complete the package, all guests will stay in the heart of downtown and enjoy stunning views from the luxurious Omni Hotel Nashville or Omni Hotel Louisville. No detail is spared and as Mint Julep Experiences handles the dining itinerary on behalf of the guests and coordinates black car transportation throughout the trip, including a private airport where guests will take the private helicopter flight to and from the distillery of their choice with each location distillery experience totally unique on their own. The roll out the barrel package cost from Nashville starts at $38,000 for a party of up to four. And the cost from the Louisville one is $42,000 with a party up to four plus double occupancy. Really? I would thought Louisville's closer to everything. It would be cheaper, but maybe not. I don't know. I don't fly a helicopter, my friend. So I have no idea. What, what kind of costs that go into this sort of thing. But heck, for yeah, I've never been in a helicopter. Have you? I have not. I have not. I think it'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I mean, maybe. I don't know. I'm not uh, dropping 42 grand on it, but you got it. I wish I was that rich. You can just like, ah, oh, that's like, that's like $10 in my wallet. 
Is it There's the a, helicopter like in succession or is it? Um, <laughs> it's, it's Black Hawk Down. <laughs> <laughs> or is it like like the Wave 3 news chopper or something? I don't know. <laughs> That's true. Uh, well, whoever the, it was what, Elite Rotocraft Helicopter. So I guess you can probably check it out and see what they have on their website and see what kind of experience you can get out of there. But I looked at the website for Mint Julep Tours on this one. It looked pretty cool, but. No, it did. Definitely it, exclusive. All, all kidding aside, it does look awesome. And it's awesome that they can offer that here and shows you just how much the bourbon trail has grown up, you know. Yeah, I, I remember, I remember we talked to Sean and he was like, you know how he got started he's like so you're gonna do this bourbon trail how do you expect everyone to get around and they're like well we're gonna give them a map <laughs> and he's like you're gonna give them a map and uh, now, that, now that uh take a helicopter to these places it's pretty cool yeah he's definitely built that over time and and really i mean mid jewel tours is probably the you know the 800 pound gorilla in the room when it comes to oh yeah the the tour side of things because people just know ex- exactly who they are, uh, probably the best in regards of SEO. And it's the first one that you always see. Yep. They're the pioneers. And the other thing is that, that Sean Higgins, he was back on episode 15. That's, that's how long ago this was. And that was also, if I remember correctly, the first goof up we ever did on a, actually the second goof up we ever made on the podcast (laughs) where we forgot to press the record button. (laughs) Had to do that one twice, but heck episode 15, he's gotten a, a long tail and a lot of uh, a lot of use out of that one. But let's go ahead. Last news article. This is kind of a, an interesting one. It's not bourbon directly related, but I saw this and it's tech-ish related. And I said, hey, let's go ahead and add this because everybody knows what QR codes are. They became ubiquitous, especially during the pandemic and going to restaurants. Many people haven't even created menus again. They just have the QR codes on the tables and that's what you have to scan. But now researchers are taking these things a step further and they're dropping them into your drinks. So biomedical engineers at Purdue University and the National Institute of Agricultural Sciences in South Korea have invented an edible QR code designed to verify the authenticity of high-quality spirits like whiskeys or even pharmaceuticals. The tag, which is fluorescent and made of silk, can be dunked into an alcoholic drink and then scanned with a smartphone camera. The drinker would then be shown information confirming if the concoction is legitimate or has been tampered with. To make the QR tags, the scientists use fluorescent silk from the cocoons of specialized silkworms, and they turn it into a fabric. The, resu- the resulting biopolymer can be altered to sport a series of patterns that hold information. As icky as that sounds, the tags are actually edible and can be swallowed together with the drink. They also don't affect the taste of the spirits that the team asserts. The edible QR codes serve as a security measure to tell consumers if their liquor is pure and authentic. The researchers who have who have published their findings in the ACS Central Science Scientific Journal imagine that these tags may one day accompany whiskey bottles. <laughs> Interesting, okay. huh? Yeah. So we're going from in, what were those NFTs, things called? NFTs, well, the edible QR codes, all that. But what was the thing that was in the like the lid? You could hover your phone over and it tell you. Oh, NFC chips, near NFC chips, yeah, 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 near field communication devices. But now you can. Drink they can them just eat them. Yeah, just eat them. And just check your, check your poo and see if you... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> I was about to say, you just reminded me of um, <laughs> of Jurassic Park. Remember when he goes and he yeah. looks at that, that triceratops? He goes, That's a big pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> this thing is legit. This bottle's legit still. <laughs> it made it all the way through my system. <laughs> yep. 
Six, 36 hours later, we can now drink our whiskey. <laughs> All right, let's go ahead. We'll take a quick break, quick word from our partners, and we'll be back with some bourbon release news. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. Shopify's point-of-sale is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that effortlessly unites your in-person and online sales into one source of truth. Track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. Connect with customers inline and online. Shopify helps you drive store traffic with plug-and-play tools built for marketing campaigns, from TikTok to Instagram and beyond. And get hardware that fits your business. Take payments by smartphone. Transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system or use Shopify's point-of-sale Go Mobile device for a battle-tested solution. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash bourbon, all lowercase, and go to shopify.com slash bourbon to take your retail business to the next level today. Shopify.com slash bourbon. If you're anything like me, then you can't get enough about bourbon. And that's why I'm a subscriber to Bourbon Plus magazine. Bourbon Plus is a quarterly publication that tells the stories from the heart of bourbon, the farmers who grow the grain, the distillers who labor over the process, and the people like you and me who raise their glasses to celebrate it all. Subscribe to Bourbon Plus Magazine today at bourbonplus.com, that's P-L-U-S.com, and use code PURSUIT at checkout for $5 off your subscription. <laughs> so, welcome back. We're still kind of cracking up over our potty humor here, but let's go ahead and start diving shows in. shows how mature we are. I know. Golly. Well, at least we can get started with some bourbon release news, and we'll be, we'll be, uh, hopefully we'll get through this then. Okay. So the first release of Booker's Bourbon of 2022 is now coming out, and it's Booker's Batch 2022-01, and it's called Ronnie's Batch. This batch is named in honor of Ronnie Land, a longtime employee at the Jim Beam Claremont Distillery in Boston, and when Booker No was also a master distiller. Ronnie worked at Jim Beam for 40 years, eventually working his way up to warehouse manager, and Ronnie was responsible for keeping inventory of aging barrels, which is a key part of the bourbon-making process, and he knew the quantities and locations by heart. He also knew exactly where Booker preferred to store his namesake barrels and was trusted to prepare the samples for batch evaluation. Once Ronnie sent Booker a box of small samples to taste, and Booker immediately knew they weren't big enough to get a proper sense of the whiskey. Ronnie then went back and prepared the samples that were notably bigger, and Booker was more than pleased. This became the standard sample size, which the 7th generation master distiller Fred No and his son, 8th generation Beam family distiller Freddie No, still use to this day. Booker always had final sign-off when it came to the batches, but he knew that was working with the barrels that met his standards when they were under Ronnie's watchful eye. This one is going to be 124.3 proof, aged 6 years, 11 months, and 22 days, and has an SRP of $90. I swear, I feel like I know Ronnie Land. Um of course you I, do. You're from that type of yeah that, that area of the world. I want to say it's a good friend of mine's father, but I could be wrong. But I feel like it's Angie Land's dad. But anyway, I know Angie is, Land. Where, I knew Angie Land from college. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I, maybe maybe I, we do have a mutual connection then. I, I I swear I feel like that's yeah his name, but maybe it's not the same person. But I feel like that's his name, and uh, 
Hopefully Angie's not awesome. this. Like, you guys are tarnishing my name. Like, why, why are you guys talking about me? Crap, I haven't talked to, yeah. you, all. I talked to no. you all in 15 years. <laughs> Her name's changed now. So, uh, anyways, <laughs> but yeah, that's the last couple of Booker's batches have been great. I love how they do these different, you know, batch stories and whatnot. It really distinguishes one from the other, but they've been really good lately. And I hope this is Ronnie Lands because he's a cool dude. I know him very well. I I just honestly I, I as I was reading that I felt this just a, a slightly bit comical that the one moment the key thing that they thought out of this that they brought and they go Booker asked for samples and they weren't big enough so they sent Ronnie back for more <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah that was it <laughs> it was uh, so he was your gopher and you were gonna be like ah yes he, uh, he he went back got back bigger bottle samples and that is now the bottle size that we use for all Booker's sampling i don't know i just thought that was kind of funny that that was the like the key pivotal moment that they needed to bring out in this it's like a top gun moment you know it's it doesn't need to be true but it it makes a better story <laughs> very very true all right so Frey ranch distillery they've announced the release of a limited edition single barrel rye that's bottled at barrel strength and featuring a mash bill consisting of 100 percent rye and according to the Distilled Spirits Council of the United States, rye whiskey volumes have increased 1,275%, growing to 1.2 billion cases, and that spans from 2019 to 2018. So that's kind of, I guess I could see that other nine years of difference in there. I haven't caught up to the, you know, the past four or five years now. But anyway, it's aged in number four char barrels and capped with number three char heads. This new single barrel rye has a mash bill of 100% winter cereal rye, all grown and harvested on site at Frey Ranch Distillery by Colby Frey. Proof varies, but the image shown in the press release was 131.8 proof, and it has a price tag of $100, and it will be available via Frey Ranch's e-commerce site at freyranch.com, as well as having a limited retail presence in Nevada coming this fall. Yep. I like I like cereal. I like rye. I like Frey Ranch. <laughs> Golly, it's so like a bingo card over a, here. It's going to be a no-fail, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, just go ahead and just tic-tac-toe that one. You just got it all the X's in a row. It's got to be good for a silver sanfran. <laughs> Is that what it was, silver sanfran? Well, I, I, I feel like we, they that. were they were right in the same wheelhouse as us. but um, They had one surprise that I think it's silver, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I was surprised because Free Ranch was really good, so... Yeah, I'm. I'm sure it's really good. I'm excited to try it. If we get our hands on it, I, I, I mean, I guess that's the great thing is that they have really made a name for themselves. Unfortunately, their distribution is just super, super, super small. But uh, you know, they they're probably just cranking out as much as they possibly can, and we're just thankful that we got a single barrel from them last year, and hopefully, we can continue that partnership and get another single barrel last year or net this year. Just got to keep totally. uh, keep cranking on it. All right. So Wyoming Whiskey, they have announced the release of its limited edition National Parks Number no. 2 straight bourbon whiskey in tandem with the brand's continuing partnership with Yellowstone Forever, the official nonprofit partner of Yellowstone National Park. This collaboration was born in celebration of Yellowstone's National Park's 150th anniversary, and the Wyoming Whiskey National Park's Number no. 2 bottle is the second collectible limited edition release in its annual National Park series, which debuted in April of 2021. The inaugural release of Wyoming Whiskey's National Park Series contributed over $120,000 to the National Park Foundation in 21, and Wyoming Whiskey continues in its steadfast mission to produce and support our nation's sacred outdoor spaces with this year's initiative and has committing to donating $150,000 to Yellowstone Forever in Park's historic 150th year. 
This limited edition is a straight bourbon whiskey made from 68% corn, 20% wheat, and 12% malted barley. Wyoming Whiskey National Park's number two whiskey is bottled at 100.5, sorry, 105 proof, and all grains are grown in Wyoming and are non-GMO. The water used to produce Wyoming whiskey is also sourced from a local limestone aquifer that has not seen the light of day in over 6,000 years. This also has an SRP of $70. I mean, you got some titans behind these. You got Steve Nally who, you know, distilled these, and then you got, now you got Nancy Fraley putting these together. I mean, I'm sure it's we we reviewed the Wyoming whiskey, just the regular white label. Yeah, I think it was like a five year weeded bourbon, and I was blo- we were both blown away by it. But um, just a smooth drinker, my friend. It's just smooth. It, I, just I remind, like how they're. It reminds me of the first time I tried Weller Twelve. That's honestly what it reminded me of. Uh, you just kind of had this like aha moment. Yeah, it was good stuff, and. I wonder if Yellowstone, not the park, but the brand is like, but the what other the hell, brand, you're, you're just yeah. crashing on our, our, our angle. I, I you know? had that same exact thought because they just, because they, they created their own Yellowstone 150th anniversary bottle too. So uh, now they're, <laughs> I bet you Yellowstone National Park's like, come on guys, this is, it's big enough for all of you. Come on in. The water's great. Well, I'm sure the Wyoming's like, well, we're a lot closer. So <laughs> True. it makes sense. <laughs> True, but you know Steve Beam is able to revive that label, and it does have Yellowstone National Park. That's really what it was all about. So I don't know, whatever. That's cool that they're just all all doing good things for the park. That's right, saving trees, probably putting a tire swing in there or something like that. I don't know. Charcoal grill or somewhere. (laughs) Yeah, just spend a nice little weekend fishing and uh, just roughing it. You know checking your stool for for other things out there because that's <laughs> yeah does it come with the <laughs> digestible <laughs> nft that you can check in your <laughs> just to make sure if those berries you ingested were safe or not <laughs> that's right <laughs> all right let's keep going here so wilderness trail they've announced the release of their first eight-year bourbon and this release starts at 9 a.m on july 8th and for this small batch release there's only 40 barrels from their black label high ride bourbon that were used the price is going to be $86 for this gift shop exclusive, and the limit is four bottles per person of this offering, and they will only be offered in Kentucky this year. However, in more wild, or sorry, wild, Wilderness Trace news, Pat Heist and Shane Baker, Wilderness Trail, not Wilderness Trace, that's what they got sued over. Sorry, guys. <laughs> in more Wilderness Trail news, Pat Heist and Shane Baker did the honors of cutting the cake to celebrate the barreling of Wilderness Trail's 200,000th barrel. The most wow. recent barrel cake was for their 100,000th that was done in June of 2020. And now Wilderness Trail produces 215 barrels a day and 65,000 a year. The installation of the new fermentation tanks will ramp up production to 75,000 barrels a little bit later this year. Wow, that's awesome. Yep. I'm excited to try an eight-year from them. I know. Because I feel like the most I've ever had was a five-year from there. I, I think because the, the gray label was the six-year, if I And I haven't had mistaken. the gray label. Yeah, and whenever we have selected barrels over there, I think they're only around four, so four or five at the most. Yeah. yeah, so hopefully we get to see that that age, you know, knock up a little bit there. So that's really cool. I've always been happy well, with the, even the four and five years. So heck, add a few more years of age on it. I'm sure it's sure it never hurts. We'll take a piece of cake and a, a <laughs> di- digestible NFT, <laughs> just to make sure that it's authentic here. I'm sure Pat and them are. Right on top of that digestible NFT. 
Yep. It, it's it's just going to go right back into the uh, the fermentation tank and all the all the yeast and stuff like that too. That's right. So, Cascade Moon, this is an experimental brand from the distillery behind George Dickel Tennessee Whiskey, and they have announced the launch of Cascade Moon 15-year-old barrel proof. However, they're challenging the notion of barrel proof that only means higher ABV. However, this release is a staggering 79.8 proof. The new make spirit originally entered the barrel at 115 proof and it aged for 15 years in Cascade Hollow single-story rickhouses. As a result of the conditions experienced by these barrels, the proof of the offering dropped to 79.8, which is below the minimum standard needed to be classified as a bourbon whiskey. So the label reads, Spirits Distilled from Grain. This new limited edition expression launches in select markets for a suggested retail price of one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I did. I thought that. You was know, we've had because we've had some of their. Actually, well, I shouldn't say we own. We might have come across a barrel or two that have been <laughs> pursuit series. That uh, you know they get down to like a hundred. I, I think we've had some seventeen-year, eighteen-year of theirs that was like in the nineties, yep. upper nineties, but to go all the way down to 79, that's, that's insanity. Yeah. Maybe they, maybe they sent it to, to the moon. I don't know. <laughs> Sit to the moon and back. Just, yeah, there's, there's really no temperature fluctuation. It's just cold. I do love the, I do love the new name. Like, cause everybody knew it was Cascade Hollow. So they're like, you know what? Make it a moon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll tell, it'll fool everybody. That's right. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what we're talking about over here. Just another shadow brand. Woodford Reserve, they've released a new limited edition bottle as a part of its annual distillery series, and it's called Toasted Oak Oat Grain. That's a oak and oat in there, by the way. And this new product is made of fully matured Woodford Reserve oat grain bourbon and is then finished in a second barrel that has been heavily toasted. The Toasted Oak Oat Grain is part of Woodford Reserve's distillery series, which Chris Morris created to push Woodford Reserve's creative boundaries of whiskeys to the extreme. Each selection is the masterminded behind Morris and assistant master distiller Elizabeth McCall and is available for purchase at the Woodford Reserve Distillery and limited Kentucky retailers. There are three annual releases of the distillery distillery series, and these are available in 375 ml bottles. This would be bottled at 90.4 proof, which is the typical Woodford proof, and is an SRP of $60 and will be Again, available at the distillery, gift shop, and Kentucky Select retailers. That was like a, this t- that was a, a tough a, one to say, by the way. I feel like this is going to be a Quaker oatmeal flavor in the flavor pack. You know, toasted oatmeal. I don't know. They should Bad really, joke. yeah. I mean, they should probably kind of get the that 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 Quaker guy with the hat and everything, and just put Chris Morris and just kind of like have him <laughs> as a as a fat head sitting next to these, maybe signing bottles with it. Yeah, I I have liked these distillery. Uh, whatever you call them really the gosh they're not the master series but the yeah whatever you just called them yeah well it is it's called the distillery series so you were very close my friend okay i was <laughs> right on it but i have enjoyed these uh, they've been very good and uh, you need the the oak the double 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 oak yeah i like oaked oaked and toasted <laughs> all all the above. toasted toasted oak Oat, <laughs> yeah. I told you this was a tough one to say. I was like, I because you can read it, it's fine. But when you say toasted oak oat grain, it it doesn't really roll off the tongue. It's not the uh, it's not the easiest one to do. No, but you did you did great. I appreciate it. I, I practiced for hours before we start here just to make sure I don't screw it up for you. 
And that's why we're going to go and finish this off with a bang with our last one here. And bang might have been a weird word to use, but in recent years, Playboy has seemed to <laughs> si- <laughs> Playboy has seemed to sideline. I didn't know where you're going with that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but uh, they have also seemed to sideline and also certainly not eliminate naked women from its content. And there's still articles to peruse in a web store that has branded gifts for everyone in your life, and including NFTs. However, the latest venture to come from Playboy brand is the ultra-premium Rare Hair Spirit, which launched last year with Añejo Conejo, which is a collaboration with the tequila brand Codigo 1530. And now there's a new bourbon, and it's called Rare Hair 1953 Anniversary Edition, named after the year that the magazine was founded. This is a 17-year-old whiskey aged in American oak that was taken out of barrels, blended, and then finished in XXO cognac casks for an additional 9 to 12 months. For those who are unfamiliar, XXO is a category created in 2018 that indicates eau de vie. I think I'm saying that right. And that means that was aged for a minimum of 14 years, so these are well-seasoned cognac casks. There are only 1,953 bottles available of this expensive bourbon that can be purchased in the U.S. It is a 111 proof, and I said expensive beforehand, but it is available now for pre-order on Reserve Bar for $589. Are they aged in the grotto? Is that... I, you know. I don't I, I don't think so. Maybe in a garage, if that's what you're looking for. Oh, I thought it might have been the grotto, but... No, I, I don't know where it was aged at. Uh, I, I do didn't, know the team that was that was behind this, which uh, is the uh, Spirits Investment Group, who also do things like with Heaven's Door. So they've got a, a, a good pedigree of work and barrels that behind them. So I don't know. I haven't tried it yet, but I'm I'm sure that they have been knocking out of the park recently with Heaven's Door stuff. So I, I anticipate this will be pretty good as well. I mean, gosh, do you remember Heaven's Door, that bootleg volume three that oh, we gosh. tried? I, I know. Like yeah. I said, they've been doing That's great things. That's one thing. of the decanter, right? The clay. Yes. Yep. Yeah. That thing was fantastic. But you put a bunny on it, it's going to be even better. <laughs> I mean, why not, right? Well, Playboy's, Playboy's now into whiskey. Why not? And actually, we haven't I forgot seen- forgot they even exist. I mean, once <laughs> Wait, I got you don't, you don't school, get the, <laughs> the articles? Yeah. I was once say, you, you got high school, you're like, uh, you're like, it loses its allure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have any stuffed under your mattresses anymore. Can't remember. <laughs> Can't remember where you hit them all. <laughs> yeah, your dad will find them one day. They didn't. They didn't sell those in Barstown. No, probably not. Probably not. But no. that's going to do it for this week in Bourbon. We had a lot of great stories, a lot of fun things, and thank you for sifting through this potty humor with us and other things. This is the not our not our or usual it's, banter. It's the most but. mature podcast we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> definitely, definitely wasn't our one shining moment, but we'll be back next it's, week with more. Start with poo and end it with Playboy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that'll do it. Cheers, everybody. We'll see you next week. Toodles. Toodles.